0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Live from the Youth Today studio at Kennesaw State University, you're listening to Watch Dogs Radio. Watchdogs Radio is a production of the Watchdogs program of the National Center for Fathering. For more information, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. Also brought to you in cooperation with Youth Today. Youth Today is a publication of the Center for Sustained Journalism at Kennesaw State University. If you want to know what's going on with Youth Today, go to youthtoday.org.
0: good afternoon this is eric snow i'm the executive director of watchdogs dads of great students and on the line with me i have our senior
2: program developer chris dannenhauer hello chris hey eric hey good uh good morning or good afternoon and uh yeah, you what, eric uh, yeah you know we've had that recent ice storm that moved through northwest arkansas uh you know last uh thursday and friday and uh you know, this is our first time back in the office since last Thursday. It's good to be back, man. Good to be here. Yeah,
0: I'll tell you, our, our friends out on the West Coast can't uh, cannot appreciate what a good ice storm uh, is like. So, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's just about everything you can imagine It makes you not want to drive your car, isn't it? I mean, they lays in a nice uh, sheet of ice and then a few inches of snow on top of it, and uh, you know, if you, if you keep your electricity on, you're feeling pretty good about it
2: oh that, that's right and uh we, we've had a fire going since uh pretty much non-stop since last wednesday night so uh the sad thing is i'm out of a rick and a half of wood and have to refill and uh go get some more but uh we we've had you know been burning wood off and on for a good month and a half uh yeah yeah outside. It's
0: that time of year absolutely yes, sir. Uh, yeah. we're uh we're glad to, to be on the line together you're in uh You're in Arkansas today. I'm in Kansas. I'll be down there with you all tomorrow and uh, looking forward to visiting with you. And, you know, here we are at the end of another year. It's hard to believe uh, 2013 is already almost gone. It's December the 10th of 2013, and we've had a great year. I mean, this is just a tremendous year of growth for the Watchdogs organization, which, you know, we're really happy about that and proud of that. But I think, uh, Chris, you'd agree with me. We're more humble than anything. I mean, so many schools want to bring this program on and, and utilize it really to help them achieve some of the goals that they have for their students and for their, their educators and their parents. And we know some things that are absolutely true, and we've learned these from the people that are experts in education, and that is this, the schools that are doing the very best, uh, that, are, that are creating the best educational environment possible for their students are those schools that have created those partnerships between the parents and the teachers. And, you know, parents are the first teacher their child's ever going to have and really the most important teacher. And they have a school and continue that education, that's going to just assure uh, success for that child. So,
2: you know, it's oh, the absolutely. end of the year.
0: Yeah.
2: So it, it's the yeah, end of the year. Now, tell,
0: yeah. me, t- t- tell me what our, what our uh, school count is right now. How many schools do we have currently active?
2: Well, sure, sure, and I, I want to piggyback on that. And uh, you know, our uh, current school count is uh, thirty-four hundred and twenty-one schools. Uh, you know, as you know, we're in forty, we're in forty-six states, about to be forty-seven, and uh, uh, we have. Uh, it looks like now two schools in Canada, uh, two in Mexico, one in Puerto Rico, and one in uh, China. But uh, at eleven o'clock Central Time today, we had a conference call. And we had about 13 schools on the call. And a principal, this is going to kind of piggyback what you just said, but a principal down in Houston uh, was asking, hey, if I, uh, if I order a kid today, can we have our launch event next week? And I tried <laughs> to talk great. her out of it. I tried to talk her out of it. She goes, you understand, uh, Mr. Chris. She goes, two of our area schools had the program. These other parents and dads want watchdogs. And they're anticipating watchdogs. We've been talking to our parents about starting a program next week. Uh, she goes, "Would you be offended if if we if I ignore your advice and we still have our launch event next week?" <laughs> and so, so yeah, as you said, it's that partnership with the uh, the principal and the faculty and the parents. And these parents have heard about I guess other schools down in Houston and the great things uh, that watchdogs has done for their school getting these dads these stepdads these granddads these positive role models into their school that uh now they're going to they're going to go forward with it as planned and kick off next week down in houston
0: well i know your advice was uh well, wait till after christmas break and, and and get it started late january middle of january and, and get it off to a great start that was what you were probably telling her and she was saying no way we want to have it before christmas
2: Absolutely, yeah. Because you know, I, of course, I know the 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 significance of that uh, of planning and that partnership for the, uh, you know, not only their PTA and the school and the faculty and the parents, but you know what I wasn't aware of is, you know, how much they've been talking to their parents and how their parents want to get this going and how the school wants to get it going. So, yeah, she's gonna she's gonna go ahead and kick off. Uh, the program next week, and as soon as we get that order, we're going to send them some of the uh, information from our startup kit, some of our files, so they can kind of pre- prepare for that event next week. That's wonderful. Well,
0: and for those of you listening that aren't that familiar with the Watch Dog Program, uh, of course, uh, we're a 501c3 nonprofit. We show schools, primarily elementary and secondary schools, how to reach out to the fathers and the father figures of their students invite those men to take a full day off of work at least one day during the school year and volunteer that entire day working in the school right alongside the educators. And these guys will do uh, everything from helping out with car rider duty to working in the library to being lunchroom duty to helping on the playground to uh, patrolling the hallways, anything really that the educators want them to do just to help create the best educational environment possible. And so... It's really about, you know, engaging uh, the men in the educational process. And, of course, we're really quick to say that, you know, we focus on the men not because what they have to offer is more important. It's not. It's just different. Uh, It's uh, the other half and in education. Many times it's missing. Uh, And, you know, besides, we know that the positive female role models are very well represented in school, and we're trying to reach out to the dads and let them know that they have a role there also. And it's really encouraging to know that, you know, this last year we had, last school year, we had over 260,000 men nationwide that volunteered at least one full day through the Watchdog program. By the end of this school year, we're on track to have about 340,000 men volunteer through this program, so it's truly phenomenal, and um, we are, I want to encourage you, if you're an active Watchdog school, we've got schools right now that are planning for their Donuts for Dad, that's the second launch event that really should take place uh, middle January, late January when you come back from the holiday break. But, you know, you got to get that calendar back up a second time, that line-up and sign-up calendar, and get these guys in the room together. And the ones that have already served as a watchdog this school year are going to want to sign up a second time. And I can promise you the ones that did not sign up when you had your launch event last fall... They've been hearing about from their student is uh, who was the watchdog that day, and then having to answer the question when are you going to sign up. So many times, (laughs) this Donuts for Dads event in in January is a point of redemption for these guys, isn't it, Chris?
2: Well, it it is, it is, and uh, you know I, uh, you know, uh, hoping to to hear more from these schools about you know hopefully they'll email us the ones that haven't and let us know that they know who the new contact person is that there was a change we didn't get in the fall. But, yeah, this is uh, redemption time. And I, I recall when my boys, you know, when they had at their elementary school, you know, they looked forward uh, after the, after the uh, you know, the Christmas break, and they knew, hey, our school was going to do a, a Donuts for Dads, and they were eagerly anticipating and talking about it during, you know, Christmas and New Year. Hey, Dad, are you ready for that, that Donuts for Dads? <laughs> are you going to come? Are you going to be able to get off work at Watchdogs and come to our donuts for Dad? <laughs> can so
0: you, can you stop working for Watchdogs to come be a Watchdog? Yeah, that's
2: <laughs> oh, I know, I know. So they, uh, you know, uh, we were actually kind of talking about some some of our our, our times together. Uh, this while we've been kind of snowed in, uh, about some, reminiscing some about some of our past experiences as a Watchdog uh, and and how it was to to go in there and work with flashcards with my kids. And, and do spelling list and, and help them with their homework, and so yeah, we were kinda talking about that uh these past few days while we've been snowed in, just kind of yeah, kind of funny how things work out and how 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 these things come to fruition. Well, things go awfully quickly, you're right,
0: you'll be working flashcards with them one day, and then you'll be watching them go off to college the next and and uh, that's the way it ought to be that's what we're want them to do is to have that confidence and that ambition to just go as far as they can with their education you know but these these second year uh or the second half of the year events are very important so we'll just encourage the schools that are doing the watchdog program to start thinking about that donuts for dads and and get a time for that uh on the schedule and start promoting that and you know our uh, our kids the watchdog kids are the biggest promoters for this program best recruiters i should say because they really do uh, want the dads and the granddads there and and so that's the way to fill out that calendar for the second half of the year and we you know we tell these guys we're not going to minimize it you know I was at a launch event one time I get a chance to go to uh several launch events. I'll make it a point to it. I do you know we do mostly uh educational conferences is how we get the word out but you know six to ten times a year in the fall I want to go do these pizza nights and there are several schools around our watchdog office that I can go to the uh, some school districts that I visited you know pretty regularly and Uh, This is last year I I got to go to some, and this has been two or three years ago. I went to one, and, you know, a guy was standing up, and he was talking to guys trying to get them on board, and you really don't have to try very hard. And that's kind of the point he was missing is you just lay the opportunity out there for these guys to take a full day off work and come in. As long as they have the confidence that they're going to do something that really matters, that they're going to really be able to engage in the educational process, that they're going to actually you know not getting over their head i always make the joke and say hey look guys we're not going to make you do fifth grade math i mean because i don't want to do fifth grade math but you know we're going to do things with you that really matter uh that are really important but that are also you know inside your skill set well you know he kind of this guy that was doing this pizza night sort of missed the mark i felt a little bit and he was kind of oh come on guys it's only one day if you can't give one day for your kids come on you know and afterward i kind of gently said you know You really don't need to minimize it because it is a big deal for a guy to take a full day off of work and to come in and and spend that in school. Many times these guys are burning a day of vacation. Sometimes these guys are doing it without pay. At the very least, it's a very, uh, I don't want to say uncomfortable, but you're out of your environment when you come in to do this, so it's a big sacrifice. I want to acknowledge that to these guys right now, but I just have the confidence that Make the opportunity for them. We've seen it happen so many times. Make sure that they understand it's going to be an organized day, structured. They're going to be passed off from educator to educator, that I'm going to be in there just walking the hallways trying to figure out something to do, and that they're really going to make a difference and you really want them there, and they will show up. And you'll get guys to show up, you know, sometimes two or three times in a year. We've got guys that are regular volunteers that um, I know personally – half a dozen guys that have told me, oh, I'm there you know, once a month. They have a job that will allow them to do that. So uh, we kind of thought today as we were going into this uh, sort of uh, toward the end of the year, we might do an end of the year review. And you know, part of that is just celebrating our success, but also just to give you a reminder of the seven steps that we really want you to think about as you're launching your program, uh, but also as you're maintaining your program. And you know we know what makes schools successful, and the good thing is we didn't dream it up. we didn't have to imagine it. We spent a lot of time, the first several years of this program working with a lot of schools, formalizing best practices, finding out what was school friendly, what the schools needed, what the educators needed, uh, what the dads were comfortable doing, and what the kids responded to and and that's really how we created the watchdogs program and we continue to do that today. We have a lot of schools that will give us pointers and you know, things that we watch and things that we hear them say, and so we continue to, to tweak and improve the program. But we found this, you know, schools that, that aren't getting all of the dads in that they feel like they should, that aren't being as successful uh, with the program as, as they feel like they they could be, uh, we pretty much know why that is. You know, we you know the only way a school is going to fail at this program is just to quit doing it, and there's really no reason for that because we know what makes schools successful. We also found that schools haven't found any new ways to fail. And so whenever we talk about our seven steps, that's what we require every school to take is that seven-step training. They're really the seven things that we know that a school needs to be willing to do every year and the seven things that need to be in place. And I just thought we'd spend a little bit of time going through that. Does that sound good to you, Chris?
2: That, that sounds fine. Uh, Eric, hey, we have a caller on, on the uh... On the line, Keith. Welcome to Watch Dogs Radio.
0: Happy birthday
1: to you. <laughs> <laughs> you.
2: You missed it by a day, man. But thank All you. you
1: day, I appreciate now, You didn't miss birthday. it. You sent
0: me greetings yesterday, as did Chris. I appreciate both you guys. Uh, had a big birthday yesterday. Well, good. Wait, wait. You seventy-five, right? Is that? Yeah, the, twenty twenty-nine. Yeah. Once again, of course. So exactly,
1: exactly. So. Uh, <laughs>
0: Well, uh, well, I'm sorry I'm late. I'll, uh, I'll have to get a late-to-work slip
1: here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it sounds good. I'm just going to sit back and let you all roll. It
0: seems like the, uh, the downloads are a lot more when it's just you guys. So uh, oh, I may okay. just sit back and listen. Well, you guys feel free to chime in. I, we're just going to do the review. You know the seven steps. There's two things we require every school to do before they can be a watchdog school, and one is to take the seven-step training. And, uh, of course, you can get that from me or Keith at a conference. If you are able to go to an educational conference, we do uh, several of those. I don't know how many we did each this year, Keith. Probably did uh, 55 or 60 between us, didn't we? Oh, oh
1: definitely. It seemed definitely. like about, about 400. But uh, I know. No, I, I, I got a so chance to spend some, uh, some great quality time with uh, the Georgia School Boards Association and the Georgia School Superintendents Association this past week. And and it's just amazing to see, um, you know, these are people, you know, of course you've got your executives, your superintendents, your suits, and, 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 and these kind of people that are doing some great work. But, I mean, you know, I talk to a lot of people that are just, you know, you know, just like me and you, everyday Joes, that they thought, you know, this is something that I'd like to take a part in, and they ponied up and they ran for the school board. And, of course, you know, being Georgia, we had everything from, you know, some of the huge metro districts here in, in Metro Atlanta, down, well, I won't say down to, but to, you know, some of these districts that you know have, you know, maybe three, four hundred students in the whole district. Um, you know, I, 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 a couple of districts I, I love to talk about, you know, here in Georgia, I like to say, you know, Watchdogs is district wide in Putnam County, Georgia. It's pretty easy because we're they have one school,
0: but uh, <laughs> but yeah, we're
1: we're county wide and we love it. it and we That's love great. Hundred you know, percent exactly a dad in a you know in a in a district in rural georgia in a town that you know has um you know maybe they got a uh, they got to take up a collection to keep the power on the town stoplight going but uh but you know those dads <laughs> are just as important as uh you know some of these you know school districts that have you know multimillion dollar budgets and and it's That's just right. it's just a matter of a dad as a dad and, and it makes a huge difference
0: that's right. And a child is a child. That's what it comes down to, essentially, is you know we, we want to improve the educational environment, educational outcomes. And we know that men have a very unique and powerful role in, in being able to do that. So you had great visits. I know you, uh, you were sending me some texts and some photos with some of the folks you got to meet um, at that conference. And it uh, sounds like you made some very good connections, you got some very positive feedback.
1: Sure, got to talk to some of our good friends. Uh, you know, of course, Dr. John Barge, the uh, Georgia School Superintendent. Um, got to hear him speak. That was uh, pretty enlightening to see. You know where where education is in Georgia and where the amount of support is for uh, for our education in Georgia. And he's working very hard to uh, to build you know, even more of that. Um, also, got a chance to talk to uh, Dr. Buster Evans, who is the superintendent in Forsyth County, Georgia. Uh, just an awesome man. Uh, he he's a very very much a visionary in education and he's done some amazing things in uh in Forsyth County, Georgia, which is just uh it's uh north uh let's say northeast metro Atlanta. Um so uh and then just got a chance to meet, you know, so many other great people. So I really think that with some of the connections that were made and uh some of the opportunities, you know, we're going to see more Schools. We have 81 schools in Georgia running the program now, but I think that
0: number is going to go up
1: considerably.
0: Well, you know, and and I know you both you guys have seen this happen, too, I and mean, we've talked about it among ourselves. And, you know, we're starting to see a change uh, in the Watchdog program and the way that it grows. And it's it's uh, been a subtle change, but we're really starting to see more and more of it. You know, Watchdogs is, uh, was, and always will be a grassroots program. I mean, it really has to have that ownership at the school level. It's all about the principal and the, the parents of that particular school. But we're starting to see a top-down growth approach. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, this, uh, of course, you know, Leander School District uh, uh, in in Texas, uh, they're north of, of uh, uh, Boston, has been taking a district-wide approach for several years. They have the largest launch event ever with 2,700 people this last fall. I know that this week in Round Rock, Texas, they've got a, an event where the superintendent and the principals are coming together about watchdogs. Um, a couple of months ago, I was in Norman and Moore, Oklahoma, at the invitation mm-hmm. of the superintendent with principals there. Um, I was on the phone this morning, uh, or e- excuse me, email communications this morning with uh, our contacts in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. I'll be going there next month on the 16th to do a, a citywide training for the cities of, of – excuse me, for the, all the schools in, in the Nashville metro area, we're starting to see a real top-down approach where these superintendents and these school mm-hmm. boards are really taking it on and really saying, you know, what if we got behind this and, and really encourage these principals and teachers to do this. And so that's kind of exciting. It's kind of a uh, an opportunity for us to learn how to do that on a large level. I mean, we're used to launching a lot of schools, and I guess we're okay with, you know, launching, you know, 40, 50, 60 at a time. That would be okay.
2: yeah. Yes.
0: Not a problem there. Well, getting back to what we were talking about, and that's all great stuff, but, you know, I kind of did the teaser, and now we've eaten up a lot of our time, which is great, (laughs) all good stuff. But I just want to go through the seven steps for those of you that, you know, are not familiar with that. The two things we do require a school to do, one is to take that training, which you can get from Keith or I at one of these conferences. If you go to an educational conference or uh, if you end up going to a PTA or a school counselor's conference, state-level conference, we do – Uh, sro title one head start elementary school principal conferences but you can also go to our website fathers.com forward slash watchdogs and you can look at the training call sign up and and chris dannenhauer and his team there in the watchdog office will uh, do training calls four times a week we do them twice on tuesday and twice on thursday and you can sign up for those there and dial in and it takes you about 40 minutes to do it but I want you to hear the training so that you'll know what to expect before you launch the program. Sometimes when schools have been running it for a little while, they've been doing the watchdog program and they lose their way, maybe because of a staff change or they lose some parents or something like that. They'll get back on that training and and uh, kind of recapture that passion that they had or, or get back on the roadmap. But then once you've uh, taken the training, you need to buy a startup kit. It's $350. It's everything you need to uh, run the program, launch the program. But we want you to have everything so you'll be successful with it. But once you make that purchase, we don't require any other purchases from you as a school. Uh, We want your dads to buy the shirts every year, you know, the new dads to come in, get a chance to buy their shirts. But uh, there's renewal kits that we offer that are very handy for some of the consumable items that you use up, dog tags. Uh, some of the posters might get ratty, you know, you might end up needing a new implementation guide, you might want a new wall calendar every year. You can buy those things. Uh, They're voluntary. A lot of schools do. But the idea is we want you to get on board, have the training, and have the materials that you need. The first thing that we want a school, the first step in the seven steps is to get that principal buy-in. That principal needs to be 100% on board and not just okay with the program, but really a sold-out believer. We want that principal to take ownership of the program and understand that, to us, uh, the principal really is our customer. The principal is the one that we know. Uh, you know, we're we're trying to meet their needs. They're in charge of the school. They have a lot of responsibility. They have a lot of things that are thrown at them uh, daily. People are coming to them, and, and many times, you know, with the latest, greatest thing. And so when they hear about watchdogs for the first time, it may just be uh, sort of – now, see, Keith is still on duty. There's the sound of action right there. Keith is – a. Captain Atlanta Fire Department, you okay there, bud?
2: He he has went to a you had to go Hi. to a call. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Live radio. All
0: right, we'll keep Keith's there saving to lives. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we want those principals uh, on board. We want the principal really to look at the Watchdog program as an extension of the school, and and really to be able to connect. Okay, here's my goals as a principal. What would I do if I had? 65, 85, 185 men volunteering at least one full day uh, in the hallways, in the classrooms, in the lunchroom. Usually that's a pretty easy uh, connection for most principals to make, as long as they're comfortable that these guys don't come in with their own agenda. They come in there with open hearts, uh, with the desire to help, and, you know, be a contributing factor to a great educational environment, and we show the schools how to do that. So once that principal's on board, What's the next thing they need to do, Keith or
2: Chris? Well, Eric, we Take got about I think about eight <laughs> minutes left, but I'll go yeah, ahead okay. and wrap up. I'll, I'll, eight minutes now. I got to
0: go through this, man. Second thing, you got eight <laughs> minutes. How many? About How eight, eight minutes. Left?
2: About. I'm, sure I'm about five, eight man. minutes, according to what I can tell.
0: Eight minutes. Okay, i can do this eight minutes second thing is they need to get the teachers on board. The teachers are extremely important. you got to have the teacher buy-in. Uh, the teachers have got to be willing to bring these guys into the classroom because uh, if they don't, it's not going to work. If the guy comes in and you put him in the office all day, you put him in the library all day, or you put him you know, in his natural habitat where you think he'd be happy all day in the gymnasium, he's going to leave at the end of the day and he's going to thank you and he's uh, never coming back. So you got to move him through the educational environment. The principal has a very important role once he or she's on board to get the teachers on board and not pushing on them but make sure that the teachers understand these guys are there to help and that the teachers aren't supposed to entertain these guys. The guys are going to be entertained. They're going to love it. But the teachers really need to think about how can I use these men. There's not a guy in the world that can't do flashcards with kids. My goodness, the answers are written on the back of them. And there's not a guy yeah. in the world that can't let kids read to him. So that's the second thing. Third thing is your top dog team. Uh, your top dog coordinator can be a man or a woman. We want that to be apparently liaison between the school and the uh, the watchdog program, somebody that will help do the launch event, somebody that will help uh, maybe raise funds. And to put that top dog team together, which should be really a dad uh, from each grade if you can get it, so a kindergarten dad, first grade dad, second grade dad, third grade dad, and so forth. These folks are going to be the uh, sort of the rah-rah, the cheerleaders, the folks that are going to step out first and do the lineup and sign up and make sure that, you know, they're helping with the launch event every year. It's really a position of honor. Uh, and if you're launching your program for the first time, you've got seven uniform T-shirts in that startup kit that come with it. You can give your top dog team free shirts, which is a great thing, as a thank you for their agreement to sign up uh, first. So uh, the next thing is the daily schedule. You've got to walk these guys through the day in a way that, you know, they know what they're doing. It's in writing. Uh, we have an organization we work with called the Volunteer Spot. Anybody can use Volunteer Spot. they make special concessions for us. They give a free upgrade to the Watchdog Schools. Volunteer Spot does not cost you anything, and it's almost as if it was custom-made for the Watchdog program. Isn't that right, Keith? Absolutely. Uh, Keith well, uses that for his school. Keith, Keith, uh, I do both schools. Uh, yeah, you do, and you actually are the one that did the test run on this a couple of years ago when we were deciding whether or not to partner with them, and said you loved it, and you've really been happy with exactly. it exactly yeah it's been uh,
1: it's been very easy to use as a matter of fact right now I'm setting up I am uh, the team dad on A&S basketball team so uh, I'm setting up a, uh, a watchdog acti- I'm sorry a uh, volunteer spot activity uh, just to get the uh, parents to, to coordinate who's going to bring snack for the ball game so yeah it's, it's very easy to use and, and of course we're still using it at uh, you know like I said at both schools
2: so when we have
0: schools tell us, Chris, how much time? Keep us tell me when I got when I got one minute, okay?
2: Uh, you're about you have four minutes.
0: Four minutes, all right, we're gonna do this. So a lot of times some schools say, Oh, you know, we just have a hard time scheduling our volunteers. We have an answer for that. We can help you do that. If you're struggling with scheduling your volunteers, you shouldn't be. We know the answer. Call us. It's free. If you're <laughs> if you're if you're a school, even if you're not a school, we're gonna talk to you. We got Chris and we've got Denise and we've got Gloria and we've got Frank and we've got Shelley in that Watchdog office that can help you solve this. Keith can help you solve this. Uh, I can help you solve this. So call our office. Give us a chance. But that daily schedule is so very important. When that Her Watchdog comes in, yes, he, he he should go into the office. He should get his orientation. He should get his daily schedule. He should be assigned to a teacher to start out the day and he should know which teacher he's going through, whether it's you decide to do it in 30-minute increments or 45-minute increments or an hour increments, but he's going to be passed off from educator to educator throughout that day. Daily schedule,
2: very important get him involved. After the daily schedule... A minute and a half uh, of those. We're down to two. Ninety seconds. (laughs) Ninety seconds?
0: Oh, man, we did it quick. Okay, well, then we got the Watchdog T-shirt. It's very important. Guys need to wear those. They need to have opportunity to buy those and put those on when they come in during the day. Two launch events. We've already talked about that. Now is the time to get your launch event ready uh, the second half of the year. So start thinking about that um, that event in middle January, late January, and do your donuts for dads. should be a drop-in. Get these guys back in. Get that calendar back up. Get the second half of that year filled out. And uh, just have fun. But don't forget, fathers.com forward slash watchdogs. Call us at 888-540-3647, and we'll be glad to help you and make sure that the second half of this year is successful. All right. Well, I almost did it. I did pretty good. Uh, what good. do you guys think? Is that the quickest one you've heard? Oh pretty good. That's uh, good. We have
2: got about thirty seconds.
0: Keith, you wanna wrap us up? Uh,
1: I well I will actually. Uh, as our uh, I hit the music, so hopefully it's fading in here. But uh, certainly folks, always give us a call. Check us out on Facebook, W A D C H B period O period period at or give us a call at five four seven. Just remember folks Fred, Eric, and Folks remember the only schools that don't have a white dog program are the ones that don't know enough about it. Thanks. See you next week. We got Tina Long, it's gonna be a great show. All
2: right, take care. Eric, we'll see you. Hi, Eric, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye.